Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Suttala. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun episode of Stir Crazy Shamans. hearing myself in the background. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited for you guys to be here today. And I just want to take a moment and and thank everyone for uh, subscribing and liking and commenting on the videos. We are only six away from the mythical 100 subscribers. So thank you to all of you who have been a contribution to that. <laughs> oh, yes. Very exciting. Magical times here at Stir Crazy Shop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as soon as we hit that, the real benefit is that we can go live from a mobile device. So when we're starting to go out on all of our nature adventures, we can like do live streams from the woods and stuff like that. So it, it's uh, going to create a lot more opportunity for us to connect with everyone. And today, our topic is healing through allowance. And good morning, hugs, Casey. Oh, she you, she gives you the hugs, not me. Oh, thank That's you. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so the whole healing through allowance thing uh, came about this topic because um, I uh, re-aggravated some old uh, foot injury. Actually, I don't. It may be like tendonitis or something like that. I'm not 100 percent sure. But um, anyway, I was we were on a, one of our nature adventures, uh, running around through various uh, parks and forests and things. And um, uh, at the end of that day, uh, I got home and my foot was so painful. There were just waves of pain that um, I like I ended up my brother is lives with me he's in the room next door and I called him <laughs> from my room to the room next door and said I need you to come in here let the cat out and give me some water so I can go to bed uh, <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't even get up out of my bed it was that painful and couldn't sleep that night the next day I went to get up to like use the restroom which is only like t maybe 20 15 20 feet away and um, yeah uh, just extreme pain and like could, was not weight bearing at all. Couldn't put any weight on it. Um, and then uh, throughout the day, I kind of like forced myself to walk around in crutches and do some things. And, um, and then uh, yesterday morning woke up again and it was um, the same thing. Couldn't put any weight on it. Um, and then we had our ceremony uh, with uh, uh, Zane Um uh, which was, uh, we were working with the Mesa. Anyway, beautiful ceremony, like connecting. And there was one point of, um, he had us go through this exercise of like going through all of creation as source, um, sort of like uh, unfolding into all the various forms that exist all throughout the cosmos and here on earth. Um, and uh, just then like the power of like us really and, and for me, it really helped me to reconnect with the direct experience of me being the uh, all-powerful creator of my reality, which um, I know that I am, but that was like a very tangible kind of experience for me. And uh, so there was a moment during that where I had kind of had this decision that, you know, okay, well, if I can create entire cosmos and planets and humans and all of this, then you know, why can't I uh, create a foot that isn't in total pain all the time? Um, so that night it was actually feeling a lot better and then I slept and woke up to today and um, I'm no longer in a whole ton of pain. I'm still walking a little bit slowly, uh, but that intense pain is pretty much gone. And so what, what was the shift was you kind of stepping into your full creative essence or what would you say? Because he asked a question why and I'm, I'm sure that that's not what 
well, who knows? Maybe anything could create anything. But what could you pinpoint the exact like place where you shifted? Was it a point of view? Was it something energetically that yeah, like, um, allowed it? Well, um, I don't know. There was just um, like me and Hank had done a lot of work uh, to try and clear the pain when it was really bad. Uh, but I think because it was such intense physical pain, um, there was a part of me that well, the physical part of my mind was sort of taking over the spiritual mind. Um, as uh, Zane says, we have the two minds that are kind of fighting for our attention in a way, the spiritual and the physical mind. And uh, the physical mind was very much engaged. So it was difficult to, to really step into that space to try and manifest the healing. Um, and the, even though I was calling in my guides and I was feeling all of these beings working on my foot and uh, it did help, but um, it wasn't that really that shift that um, got rid of the pain, obviously. Um, but during that exercise, I mean, it was a very tangible experience of like, um, I don't know, just going through uh, from being the point, like zero point of consciousness to unfolding into all the various forms that exist. Um, and then we, he had us come out until the point we were like in the room again. We went through like all of creation from like like a big bang type event to like this here and everything unfolding. And I think in that moment, um, it was just a, um, um, how to put it? I don't know, a more tangible experience of uh, the process of creation um, that I don't know, so, something just kind of uh, clicked a little bit more. I don't know. It's all like it was. It was subtle, very subtle, but also very powerful. Hard to describe with words. Right. And if if you're someone who's struggling with physical healing, for anybody just joining, well, a couple things. One, what we're referring to is Zane. If you're, it's your first time watching, um, we're both part of the Shaman Apprenticeship Program from a gentleman named Don Zane Kerfman. He's the author of Inca Mountain Magic, and uh, every other year in Cleveland, I host him for teaching this apprenticeship going through what's called the Hathan Karpai. And because of the lockdown order and the not being able to have big groups, we started the apprenticeship virtually. First time we've ever done it that way. And each call, uh, he walks us through some sort of process and get, does a little bit of lecturing and then walks us through a process. And yesterday was um, when we build the big Mesa spreads that you might see. Maybe I'll find a picture and, and show one in a little bit. But uh, underneath that, there is something that you make with a, a combination of herbs and incenses and things. We just did it energetically yesterday, but it is the, the mapping the process of creation itself. So every time when you see those big Corandero Mesa spreads underneath that, depending on their training, it varies a little bit, but underneath that is a representation of creation, creating like this window or this portal to this other world or to the, all the worlds and all, everything that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but it was, you know, it was amazing. And it, uh, there were points when, uh, like that first night when I was laying there where um, I had kind of like realized that I, I you know, I, if I was truly in the space of allowance, that all of this uh, physical body, everything, pain, all, every, everything we experience is all just vibration. It's all energy. And uh, that if I was truly in the space to allow myself to um, uh, realize that and realize that all energy can be, you know, I, I create it. I mean, move it with our uh, intent and everything. And I don't know, I'm not using the best words to describe that, but okay. I knew that it, it could be instantaneously healed really. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just maybe needed something like that, that ceremony to um, uh, to help me to step out of the whatever paradigm was in my mind existed to keep me back from uh, really 
healing in a big way like that. And so, um, yeah, but it really is. Oh, we've got it up there, healing through allowance. So yeah, it's being in that space to really allow yourself to um, experience healing like that. Um, a lot of people have judgments around how healing is supposed to work. You know, they think, oh, well, yeah, you know, energy healing is great and all, but but I'm missing the cartilage in my knee and that's why it's painful. And, um, you know, sure, you know, that may be the case, but if as long as you have that solid belief that, you know, you can't change it and it's, it's pain, always going to be painful and your body is just broken, then that is going to be your reality because that is point like we said point of view creates reality um but if you just have pain or you're not really labeling it as anything and you decide that this is just energy and i can shift this um, then absolutely you can <laughs> one of the things that i think may trip people up uh the the distinction between wanting a symptom to go away like wanting the pain to go away compared to like a true healing like in your case maybe it's you know sometimes a cigar is just a cigar maybe it was just physical but take something that was something energetic that then manifested physically. Like I had a client years ago who had lupus and the lupus was a manifestation of an, an out of any thing with her father. And so like, what, what is it the symptom that you want to go away, like the suffering or are you in the space of really allowing the energy to shift so that you can receive the, the energy work necessary to make all that go away. And sometimes we just want the pain to go away, but we don't want to deal with the crap. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when actually thinking about back on it now, after oh, I, I totally forgot about this. But speaking of that, um, I was lying uh, in bed after we had done the ceremony, just getting ready to go to sleep. And I ran Saman Chikui, which is a technique for like clearing out the heaviness from your body. I ran that for it must have been like half an hour. And as I was doing that, some like really powerful emotions came up in like different spots in the body. It was really like tangible, these emotions that came up and then were released. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, and then like fell asleep really shortly after that and then woke up today and was like pretty okay. So I think that was a big part of it as well. There were some really powerful energies associated uh, that needed to be released. Very awesome. Bear with me. I was just doing one quick thing because I saw something that I had to do. So I am uh, doing that real quick. My apologies for being a little distracted for just a moment. <laughs> all right. I think I got it all now. Technology stuff. You got to you gotta do what you got to do. And <laughs> better to recognize something now than later, you know? Right. <laughs> all right. If you're just joining us, if you like to participate in the conversation, you can uh, make comments and we are happy to respond, ask questions, or speak to whatever you have on your mind. And the best place to do that, oh, shoot, my sister's always, always distracted. Yeah, human people. And also, the reason she hugged you, Casey, is because she figured if grandma, my grandma, our grandma, is hanging out with uh, Casey, he must be okay. Oh, that's wonderful. And that was from a previous uh, show. My grandma was in the back, like picking up Casey's socks and stuff like that. So <laughs> he's like, he's practically family now. If grandma's picking up your socks. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and speaking uh, of, if it is your first time watching. If you go back on the YouTube channel, I think there's over there's over forty videos now that we started uh, doing this almost daily since the whole stay at home thing happened. And we're going to continue to make the videos. And if you want to go back and catch some of the old ones, uh, definitely do that. One of my favorite ones is the Mother's Day episode definitely check that out uh, there's a really cool ceremony and that's all i'll say if you want it you got to go find it <laughs> yeah that was a good one that was great all of these ceremonies are so wonderful that i've been experiencing with hank and zane and oh 
I just want more and more. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Casey's going to be helping me out. If you want to see uh, the two of us doing some ceremony in action, we are for the first time uh, streaming a Sonic Shaman ceremony and sound concert. And that's going to be the fourth Friday of the month. And the, all the information's on holistichealthandhealing.net. If you're catching this in the replay, we do it every month, typically the fourth Friday, other than June, because I'm going to be in Lilydale, uh, maybe. I don't know, actually, because I don't know what they're going to do about in-person classes, online classes. But if everything works out, and I'm hoping Casey will go with me um, if he's free, but uh, we'll be in Lilydale doing some stuff uh, that weekend. So, but this week, yeah. this month, fourth well, remind, remind me to talk about that so we can set that so I can block off my schedule and whatnot. Yeah, me. hopefully it goes. But even if they don't have the class, like we could still go to Lilydale because it's an awesome, awesome place to go. Definitely <laughs> do some sh sh shaman shenanigans. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, a comment either on the Stir Crazy Shaman Facebook page is where I was going with that before I got distracted again, and, or, or the, the YouTube page so we can see your comments. Or if you're on Periscope, you can comment there too. So, or wherever you are. Just if you're commenting on the regular Facebook pages, then we might not see them. Just the Stir Crazy Shamans or the YouTube, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, did I make this public? <laughs> I was about to ask you that. I did. I did. I remember it. I did that at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. Mm. So where <laughs> shall we go with the conversation now? Healing through allowance. Uh, you know, one of the things, too, when it comes to healing through allowance is that a lot of people offer their points of view about what you need to do to fix yourself. <laughs> and mm. sometimes you, you really just need to ask yourself, like, what do what does my body and being require of for shifting into the space of healing is a, a lot of times it might be a point of view well you know because somebody has such a, a fixed point of view about well i had cancer and this is what i did and i got over it so that's what you have to do we all get to our places very differently you could have if, as a healer you might have four clients with the exact same condition and you would go about it very differently for all four people because they got there differently and the process to unwind their hucha and their energy would be different but you are your own greatest resource i always tell people or, or say when I teach, I'm like, I, I really believe that people bring the healing that they're ready and willing to receive with them. And it's the healer's job, in a sense, to heal that space and hopefully create a space where they could expand that readiness into even more possibility. And But all the willingness, I mean, if they're not willing to let go or shift, there's nothing Casey or I could do for them. We can hold the space and hopefully allow them to step into a place of choice for change. But at the end of the day, you bring your healing with you. At least that's my point of view. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that holds true for, um, like, the type of shamanic work that we do, uh, but also I'm a massage therapist and I've seen that with, with uh, like, you know, well in massage, we're, we're, I mean, we're always affecting energy doing anything we do. Uh, but massage is more of like a physical modality where focus at least are, is on um, like manipulating the soft tissue. Um, but you know, I've had people come in um, with uh, you know, something in their shoulder and have said something to the effect of, yeah, I got this really bad pain here, but uh, you're never going to be able to fix it. It's just been there forever. That's the way it is. <laughs> oh, great. Well, let's see what we can do about that, though. And, uh, and you know, they, uh, of course, walk away. And How's it feeling? Yeah, a little bit better, but, you know, it's going to be crap again tomorrow. So, of course, that's their reality, and that's what happens. And then there's other people who come in, like, I've never had a massage before. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but, like, this is hurting me so bad. I can't move. It's, like, the worst pain I've ever felt. But because they have, like, no idea around, like, how this is supposed to go and no pre-context for it, a lot of times those people, just an hour, hour and a half, two hours of massage, and that pain that was so bad that they could barely walk or whatever it was is just gone. 
<laughs> they're completely no pain-free after just an hour, an hour and a half. And then there's other people who like believe that massage therapy can work for them, but they still are like, well, this pain's been here for a really long time. So, you know, it's probably going to take a long time to get rid of it. And then maybe after like six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 sessions, then the pain's gone. Uh, but I think really, you know, it's like, how ready are you to experience that? Right. Because healing can be instantaneous if you're willing to receive it. And when you have someone like the the person that you're giving the example for that the pain's always been there, you can't do anything for it. That's very similar to the, the energy of the lady who had lupus. And what the question that came to me from spirit to ask her was, what do you love about your disease? And her first response was, I don't love anything about my disease. That's a stupid question, you know? And uh, she really thought about it. And she's like, you know, I, anytime I don't want to do something, I just say my lupus is flaring up. And so I use it as, a, as an excuse to get out of things. And the epiphany for her was uh, when I told her, well, you know, you could just tell people no and not have lupus. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we call that, and um, one of the terms for that, I'm sure there's others, is called a secondary gain. Are you gaining something from the disease or the physical condition or whatever it is that you're finding as a benefit? And because of that benefit, a part of you wants to hang on to that because you're using it to accomplish something else somewhere else. And what if you could just let your yes be yes and your no be no and not have to have reasons and justifications for saying yes or no to something. And then you can let go of all these energetic um, manipulations to reason and justify your way into or out of doing things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I wanna to touch on, I just feel inspired to kind of take the direction this way, but we're talking about healing and we've been talking a lot about the physical body and like, um, you know, physical pain and ailments and things. Uh, but the, I think really, um, <laughs> I was hesitant for a second to use the word pandemic because of what's going on, but it is kind of a pandemic on the planet. That is that, um, there's more people now suffering from anxiety and depression than there ever have been before. I mean, um, I like personally, I know like, I mean, almost the majority of people that I know either have or currently are suffering from anxiety or depression um, in some form or another. And um, there is this idea, a very toxic idea, I think, that we have, especially when people go to see a doctor or like a psychiatrist uh, about what's going on. They tell them, yeah, you know, you've just got some chemical imbalance in your brain and that's going to be like that forever unless you take these pills for the rest of your life. And, um, you know, uh, I'm sure that if there, I mean, I don't know what the science behind it, but who knows, maybe they can measure that and that on some physical level that that's true. Um, but uh, in my experience, um, uh, it is entire, and in many other people that I know's experience, it is entirely possible to heal from your anxiety, to heal from depression. Um, and um, uh, how did, where was it going with this? Hank, chime in if you have anything to say. <laughs> uh, it sounds, based on what you're talking about, a great time for disclosure. We're not medical doctors and not claiming to treat diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we, should be uh, about talking about pandemics because what you say might go viral. And I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, but no, um, you know, I, like I've suffered from a lot of anxiety throughout my life and, um, really the, it's these spirit, these spiritual energetic practices, um, that have, um, given me a, a very peaceful, um, joyful life. And, uh, there was a long time in my life where I was, I was not a peaceful, joyful person at all. Um, I was a very miserable person and, um, through, uh, going deep inward and discovering uh, who am I, 
you know, beyond the mind, beyond the body, beyond all of these unpleasant vibrations? What is the constant thing that lies beyond all of that, discovering the essence of my being? Um, that alone for years um, freed me of everything. There was no suffering that entered my space for a long time. Uh, but then I became distracted again and, you know, uh, um, and so went through uh, processes of sort of being in that space and not being in that space. Um, but then I, throughout that process, I, I developed and, and, and picked up and found tools um, to help deal with certain things. And um, I had discovered these things without really having an explanation for what was going on. But now that I'm taking this apprenticeship, I have beautiful words to describe what was happening. And um, in my experience, I would say all of the anxiety or depression that I ever felt was the result of hucha, which mm -hmm. in uh, uh, the tradition that I'm learning, hucha is just the word for heaviness. It's um, heavy energy. And um, it um, is generated from suffering, causes suffering. I don't know, however you want to think about it. Um, but um, I had so much of that accumulated. I wasn't doing, when I was not doing anything with it, um, it was just build up and get worse and worse and worse. And then when I would dive in to try and do energy work, I would tap into my energy and become so sensitive to it. I, be, I became more uncomfortable um, as I would go deeper into my energy to try and do this work because there was so much that I hadn't dealt with. And then um, when I would focus on these processes that I had, and now I have like really specific ones, um, thanks to the uh, apprenticeship that, um, that are like, just really, for me, it's like, I don't know. Uh, it's like the difference between like using, um, I don't know, it's like a flashlight versus a, like a laser pointer. Just so much more focused for me in the, in the way that it's structured. And um, like now with that, you know, there have been times when I've been out and, uh, uh, you know, like in a crowd full of people where I got way overstimulated or something. And I'm like in the past uh, would have come home and probably had to have had a couple beers to calm down. Um, which is not a healthy way to deal with anxiety at all. Um, but uh, that's what I had done in the past. And um, like now with the, having these techniques, I'll just do something like, you know, after being really overstimulated or something, run Salmon Chikui for 10 minutes. And it takes me from like really not feeling okay at all to being at, like totally at peace and like full of joy and then laughter um, in just like 10 minutes of doing this energy exercise. And so I just really, um, I really want to share this stuff with the world. Um, and I and I want to help people to realize that just using simple tools to help m move energies that uh, are, and again, they're not bad energies. They're not evil or anything. They just uh, cause problems when we have too much of it accumulated in our bodies. So I want to teach people how to how to be able to deal with that and to experience so much more peace and joy because you can you can experience peace and joy. Yeah. They say an access to joy is your natural state, whether you believe it or not, that's your natural state. And if you just keep plugging away, eventually you'll have that experience. And hucha happens whenever you're not in the flow, essentially. So um, I know you've talked about it on here before, that you are but the hollow bone for the energies, right? And that's really easy to think about when you're there doing the healing, I'm in the hollow bone. But when you're out in the world, there's all these energies that are constantly coming in and to and around and through our energy system. And it's when we notice it for whatever reason and don't let it flow on, that creates this hucha. And the way that I, the way that Spirit's giving it to me to describe right now, imagine like um, water going through um, and now you have a dam 
right? And that dam is causing the water to back up and it's creating electricity or it's creating something else. It's creating an effect from having the resistance and not letting it go in the flow. And whether that's your empathic awareness of somebody else's anxiety and now you're owning it or whatever it is, it's a, it's a, a thing of this flow not happening. And so whatever you want to do to shift to allow that to go through. And one of the big things is to be aware of energies, but not to judge energies. So like if somebody, you feel someone's anxiety and now you start judging it and looking at it, uh, like think about it at the mall, you're not walking up to people and getting in people's business. Like, so energetically, it's kind of like the equivalent thing, you know, energetically, this thing's coming along, you're like talking to him, like, you know, trying to help it out or just acknowledging it. And that, just that by itself, like you're owning it into your system instead of saying, well, that's interesting and letting it flow on by. So you don't have to engage with every energy that is in the field or whatnot, just let it flow, be the hollow bone all the time. And that's going to take care of like 99.9% .9 of all the imbalances that we have because we're constantly in the flow of things instead of looking at it for a little bit, letting that water back up that hoochie accumulate and then needing to deal with it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and that's something that, you know, I think I'm, I'm still working on with certain things. I'm good at, uh, you know, if I perceive some energy that's uncomfortable, it, it's just an energy and then it's gone when, when it's gone. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, you know, I still definitely have certain things that just like, um, that, that resonate from really old heavy patterns. Um, that, but, but now I look at it when those things do come up with something does resonate and kind of stick with me. I now am like grateful for that because I go, awesome. This is an opportunity for me to be able to release more of this. Um, <laughs> that's how I look at it now. Instead of like, ah, oh, crap, I, you know, whatever. I just, oh, awesome. This, this came up. Now it's very obvious what it is, where it's at, so we can release that. <laughs> Absolutely. That <laughs> uh, reminds me, I, I have to rewatch this one video. There's a guy named Bruce Campbell that, um, did a really good job using some uh, Carl Jung stuff to explain part of that. I'll have to prepare it for next time because it won't, I won't do it justice if I try to describe it, but remind me, we could have a whole episode just on this one concept. It's going to be fun. <laughs> cool. But if you guys are just joining us or still with us, uh, if you have any questions around healing through allowance, you can certainly comment in the chat and we'll be happy to uh, speak to whatever's on your mind. And there's no rule that says we have to stay on topic if there could be any question at all. And we are uh, easily sidetracked. If you've watched any of our previous episodes, sometimes it has nothing to do with what we said we were going to talk about. <laughs> uh, mm. And anyone out there, I just feel the need for some reason to keep to touch back on the anxiety thing. Um, anyone out there who it does feel kind of like helpless in that struggle, um, you know, uh, especially if things like this show are popping up in your fields of awareness um, or other, you know, information about um, spirituality, healing, whatever it might be, um, you know, uh, try it <laughs> because, uh, you know, it, what do you have to lose? At worst, you know, maybe uh, an hour of your time or if you go for a session then maybe like, you know, 80 bucks is out of your pocket. Best case scenario, you're free from all of that suffering. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Um, so, um, yeah, but, you know, uh, um, you, you just, I just want people to know that you don't have to continue to suffer. Um, but some people think that they do. And I've actually had people tell me that when I tell them that, that suffering uh, is a choice, um, we don't have to suffer. Uh, there are some people that are really offended at that and want to defend their suffering. Um, like big time. I've had well, people. Oh, go ahead. And well, no, I was going to. Have you ever seen two people arguing about who's suffering more? 
Yes. <laughs> and it's like, well, what, you know, one of the universal laws is energy flows where your attention goes. And if you're focused on all the things that you are judging as not working out right in your world, you're feeding more energy to those things. And the universe delivers you. It says, hey, you guys are uh, focusing on this. No problem. We'll give you more of that. So uh, Casey's often saying, you know, find the find the things that you're grateful for, even if it's a small thing, even if it's the $1 that you have, you know, to pay this bill that you're grateful that you have that dollar to pay that bill and focus on the great things you can be grateful for. And that starts to shift your experience away from the quote unquote negative points of view. I say that in air quotes because there's really no good or bad, but it is light and heavy based on where you're at. Mm, definitely. And we just, I just wanted to put in the next yep. comment here. She said, good morning, guys. Thank you for doing these videos. My husband and I have been using, how can it get any better than this? And it's truly amazing. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you were to walk away with one thing from today, that question that Nanette just brought up to everyone's awareness, that is one of the mantras and acts of consciousness to help shifting your reality. And for everything, whether you just stubbed your toe or you just won the lottery, you say, how does it get any better than that? And feel the difference in that energy of possibility versus this is as good as it gets. You know, like when you're settling for an energy and we're very quick to try to change things that we deem as wrong in our life. But if something's working out for us, oftentimes we settle and then we don't ask for greater possibilities. So that is a question that helps you keep the momentum going no matter what's happening in your life to keep receiving and allowing more and more coming through to you. Mm, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I've just the questions in general, how does it get any better than this? What else is possible? What magic can I create today? <clears throat> the questions that really open up, um, uh, the space for a lot of possibility to come into your life. How could I receive more magic in my life today than I have in any day before this? <laughs> <laughs> like you can get really creative with the questions uh, and some very elaborate too, if you'd like, but it's really, they're just pointing to an energy. What it really comes down to is the energy that comes up and then you tell the universe, yeah, bring me that. That's what I want. That's what I'm choosing. Bring me that. And then uh, another question that I'll throw out there that is huge because we are not alone in this. You are, though we're all one, um, we also have these amazing guides and these other manifestations of divinity to help us out. And all it takes is allowance. You know, it's a, that key word again from our title today, just to be in the space of allowing them to help you and be part of your experience and just asking, hey guys, whatever you can do to be a contribution here, I am more than happy to uh, receive that right now. And just that opens up the, you know, it's kind of like the rule of non-interference. They, they're waiting to help, but you got to ask or you have to be willing to receive. And opening that door to communication every day, ask them, hey, guys, come with me today. Help me create the best day ever. <laughs> yeah, and our guides are very willing and, and, and excited and uh, ready to help us. Um, uh, but we do have to ask them to. I mean, I, I, in my experience, there are certain things that they will jump in and help us with. Um, like, you know, to keep us alive and things like that. But, um, you know, but in terms of like the everyday stuff, we really do have to ask for them to help us. And um, there was someone I was just talking to, I can't remember who, but they were saying um, like, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I've been making sure I call on my guys and I'm like, hey, sorry for, you know, just only asking for help and all this. And, but but um, no, it's like, you know, our, uh, our guides don't have those kind of judgments and points of view. Like they're, they're following us around waiting for us to ask them to help us. Like they, they love it when we ask, ask them. So you don't have to feel like you're taking advantage of your guides or anything like that. Um, that's, that's just a human ego judgment thing. That's yeah. And to, 
the energy behind just asking the question, this is something I accidentally taught my children already to my wife's dismay, but <laughs> where I'm going with this is instead of like asking a question where you are in the space of the answer could be yes or no, it's more of a declaration of what you're choosing in the universe and your willingness to receive. So when we're saying ask, it's more energetically, I'm, I'm thinking of it more as, hey guides, help me out versus will you please help me because of course the answer is yes but if you have in your consciousness that the answer could be no like that's right. not the vibration to be when you're in the space to allow and, and to achieve the the greatest uh, possibility for yourself it's a i know it's a word thing but it really has a big difference and my my to tell the story about my kids uh my my son max came up to me and he's like can i have some chocolate i'm like no and uh he's like but oliver had chocolate like oliver didn't ask can't be no if it doesn't ask <laughs> and, and basically he's like oh i get it and then he just goes gets chocolate he didn't ask then he just you know <laughs> declared, he declared his will into the universe and got some chocolate and then, you know but then i i was quick to tell him like you know and then for stuff like that it's like you don't need to ask me for that just you know but uh i tell him make if you make choices that um you know don't create lightness for me and, and possibility then we're gonna have a talk <laughs> so, so, so you, it's not just like a free-for-all like never ask permission it's like well you know you declare your own the universe and you he, he actualized his chocolate but if he were to ask and the answer could be no the answer is no but you see that example like if you're not asking like permission type of thing the answer can't be no it's always just it, it, it actualizes for you so that's the distinction of the energies and my wife is not happy that they know this now because they do they're very independent we'll say that <laughs> which is inspired by me <laughs> uh, oh, <that's> <laughs> uh, well hey i know didn't you say you have a thing with the doctor how are we doing on time uh, yeah, we have, um, I just need like 15, 10 minutes. Well, that starts at 10. So if anybody's interested too on, um, on the holistic high, holistic health and healing channel, I'll have Dr. K on, we're going to be talking about the energy of food at 10 o'clock. So if you are wanting some more possibilities around food, check that out, but I just need like 10 minutes in between. So we have like another 10 minutes we can go, but if it's a good wrapping point, then that's fine too. It doesn't mm. matter. So well, actually, why don't we ask if you guys want us to continue haha, or would like us to continue, ask a question. <laughs> you have to participate and my sister's saying oh yeah anya must love you oh she does she does you know look at all the crap she's put up with over the years and she's still with me <laughs> and for those of you who don't know my wife is amazing we met uh, my senior year of high school she was a foreign exchange student and we literally got together talk about magic in the world we got together like a week before we would have been separated for her going back to uh, germany or whatnot and we maintain a long distance relationship from like 1997 till 2005 when we got married and spent one more year apart while we waited for visa paperwork to come through so like when we met it was just like we knew that we knew that we knew that was it and uh so it, it's just a real magical um relationship that we have when you hit, it's like the epitome of things you see in uh, movies like a high school sweetheart foreign exchange student when does that actually happen and work out <laughs> oh i love it that's awesome uh, looks like nanette made a comment here i've noticed after releasing some pains and suffering it took me to a place of feeling uncomfortable with myself and i found myself wanting to hold on to the pain perhaps a fear of change absolutely could be a fair change ego is edging god out and it will let you relive your worst day ever because it knows you survived it. And so when you let go of something and now you have a new possibility, sometimes the ego freaks out a little bit and that's where sometimes that can, uh, that can occur. Yeah, no, that was pretty much what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, I was, I was going to go the same direction with the ego. Um, 
I don't know what else I have to contribute to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you can think of something. Well, then you don't have to force anything. Oh. But really, at, at, at any time, if you have um, anxiety or things like that, because your your communication oh, from I'm going to interrupt you because I'm going to lose it if I don't say it. Um, but a big part of this process, like we, I was talking about the Slama Chikui, where we um, release um, energy uh, that heaviness from the body. Um, uh, big important point is we need to replace that energy um, with with light energy with something light uh, right so um, I remember I was doing a shamanic healing session for someone and there was just this big like uh, well it, it was an entity that I, I removed and uh, I mean it was like the energetic equivalent of like if someone just had this giant not like even a thorn but like just like some huge uh, like a sword or something stuck in their side and i was like, just yanked this thing out and as i did this as i pulled this uh, entity and removed it from their body they literally went like this physically and like like ground up almost in like fetal position and um and then i went and as soon, right after i got rid of that just started bringing in tons and tons of sami light energy and uh, just like really filling them up with that and they said uh, they told me afterwards that they felt me pull that thing out and there was like this emptiness and that was really um, scary for them. And they, they went into that like fetal position. It was like almost out of like fear of like something's gone. Um, and then they said once they felt themselves fill back up um, with whatever, they didn't know what it was at the time, but it was, you know, just light energy. Um, once they felt that feel back up, then they were able to kind of relax and uh, then they felt really, really good after that. So it could be maybe you're releasing things, pain, suffering, all of that, and you're not filling it back up with anything. So there's just this void space that then because it, it had held on to that vibration of pain and suffering, maybe it just attracts new pain and suffering um, because you're not replacing it with something. And definitely filling up is a great thing. And then the other thing is that the more you step into the, who you truly be as a divine infinite being, uh, sometimes we are scared to shine that light in the world because if somebody judges us for being really us and we're not well received, then that could like damage us. So there's like sometimes a fear of just being us in the world. But the trick around that is to not give a, you know what, about what anybody thinks about you because it's none of your business anyway. People are going to have their opinions. But as long as you're walking your walk, talking your talk, and being the light that you could truly be in the world, that's what, you know, is about and just creating the confidence around that. And a great way to do that is to always be filled with that light of Sami. Mm, delicious, sweet Sami. What a Sami, All right. Well, um, what did we say? We're, we're, was that, is it? I don't I'm lost track of time. Is that 10 or five minutes? <laughs> we still could go for five minutes, but unless somebody asks a question, because uh, we would love your contributions. If you have a question or a comment, we'll respond to them. Uh, we'll give you a, another minute or so to interact, because I know there's a delay on YouTube if someone's frantically typing something. You know, we, wanna, we don't want to cut you off right when we end. Uh, <laughs> but if there's no contributions, we'll plan to wrap up here in the next minute or two. And, so I'm going to, let's be, I guess we could give our little, uh, like, yeah. Closing thoughts and whatnot. Um, mine would be, oh, and Nanette just said, perfect. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And thank you for being in the space of allowing yourself to um, open up to uh, the possibilities uh, uh, of, you know, what you might need to change in order to shift that experience. Um, but I would say is for my little, like, wrapping up nugget thing. Um, uh, know that, how to put this? 
You are are the one holding you back from uh, experiencing, uh, you know, true miraculous or really powerful healing. Um, uh, when uh, when we have judgments around how healing has to take place or how it should take place, um, that's what sort of holds us back. So, um, you know, if if there is something that is affecting you, be it physical pain, mental suffering, whatever it might be, um, just be open to the possibility that, um, you know, real healing uh, can take place and it doesn't have to be this long, difficult thing. It, it, you can experience healing easily and effortlessly. Um, and um, yeah, just be open, be in the space of allowance. And for my final thought, um, I always use the analogy of a hollow bone, but spirit was just giving me, it's more like a flute. Like it's hollow like a bone, if you think about it. But the energies of the cosmos is always effortlessly pouring into you. And it's where we resist that. When that energy can be flowing from directly from source or from other people, places, things, it's all source energy and it's all flowing through us. And it's only when we stop that energy flow that we cannot play a song, that it stops us from being in the world. But as long as the energy is flowing, you're playing your music into the world whatever that is, you're taking that energy that's coming in and you're expressing it out in different ways. That's a contribution somewhere else. So the flute is a great example of how to be in the world, allowing all that energy to move through you, never allowing a block, always allowing it to flow and being that energetic redistribution center um, for anything and everything around you. So be but like the flute. Uh, it was my analogy that Spirit just gave me. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. I'm disappointed <laughs> that you didn't play it, though. I thought we were going to get a little song. Oh, do you want me to play a little song? Well, yes. like, I got to fix the read on it. <laughs> and hopefully people can hear it. Let's see. There you go. A little tune, a little good note. To I was end. waiting for that the whole time you were old. I was like, when's he going to play it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my dear friend, John, says, thank you both for the information. I find it very helpful. Thank you, John. I'm so glad you're watching. He got caught up. He was telling me he was uh, he was way behind in the episodes. So he was going through and watching them. So uh, yeah. I hope that means you're caught up. But I'm very glad that you are. Yeah. And truly, I know we don't put up every comment. We try to put up as many as we can. But sometimes um, if it's just sometimes the placement isn't such or sometimes we just miss it because uh, we get distracted to your point. She was very quick to point out when I was distracted earlier that Hank is always distracted. So sometimes it's just that and it's not a thing about not wanting to put a, up a comment. Uh, we're kind of multitasking here until the day where we can have like a person like running a board for us and we can just focus on being us instead of oh, like yeah. multitasking. <laughs> we'll have our own studio where we're going to be in person. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. Have, we have, even have a physical location. We could probably uh, actualize that rather easily if we were to choose it. Sooner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, wait, we were going to get the mobile home, Stir Crazy Shamans, and just drive oh, yes. the tree, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. broadcast from uh, um, from the mountains and all kinds of fun places like that. How cool is that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and if you're watching today, uh, and you're going to go back and watch a replay because you came halfway through. If you're on Facebook, start a watch party. That definitely helps us spread awareness of the show. Um, if you haven't subscribed to YouTube yet, please do so. We were at the beginning of today's show. We were only six away from the mythical 100 subscribers where we can start broadcasting live from mobile devices so we can go out on our nurture hikes and actually uh, do uh, stir crazy shamans from the woods and stuff like that. Uh, 
as another thing that we can do to be a contribution. So if you haven't subscribed, please do so. If it, if it feels light, subscribe and hit the notification uh, button. And then also I found out it helps out if you make comments. So if you like make a comment in the uh, videos as you're watching them, just say, wow, that was great or anything. It shows YouTube that it's relevant and then it serves it up to more people. And that could be your I need your reciprocity back to the show to help spread the contagion of consciousness and help us yes. go viral. <laughs> in the pandemic. Okay, too soon for all those jokes. <laughs> uh, well, to everyone, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for being here. Thank you for your energy, for your attention, and for being in the space of allowing all of this uh, magic to happen here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Nike, 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 Rpichai, Sonkolai, Wilka, Nuna, Panichai, Kuna, Wakuchai, Kuna which means thank you, thank you, thank you, our sacred soul brothers and sisters.